People are not generally fans of change. Are you? And while change is inevitable, most people rail against it. So, in this crazy time where one day something is good and the next day it is bad, where one week certain practices are mandated and the next week certain practices are discouraged, where one day you felt like a superhero who could take on the whole world and the next day you feel like a super slug who did nothing but eat all the quarantine snacks, we are all on a roller coaster, to put it mildly. So whatever your personal opinion of change is, whether you abhor and resist it or you enjoy the adventure of it, we all have a bit of toddler-like wobbly legs from our world being in complete flux right now. And when that happens, have you noticed that we all start grabbing for things to try to stabilize us? Have you ever been on a train or a boat or a bus when the thing starts to lurch? Everyone instinctually grabs for something that they think will keep them steady. So what have you grabbed onto in this time? Can you take a minute and just think about that? A relationship or person? A beverage of choice? A hobby? A Netflix series? A habit or addiction? I'm kind of a get it stuff done kind of girl. And uh, that's my little pet modern day form of idolatry that I reach to to study myself or basically feel good about myself. And it hasn't been working for me during this season. I'm shocked at how I can't get stuff done. I don't have my normal focus or energy. But as we talked about in the Lower the Bar devotional that we did earlier, this is something we all have to accept about ourselves in this time right now. And I'm not a fan. <laughs> but what this means for all of us is that our pet steadying agents, they're changing. That the things that normally bring us some sense of security, settledness, or confidence are not what we can depend on to carry us through this unpredictableness. No, God is releasing them from our grasp or ripping them from our hands, as the case may be. Maybe you didn't realize how much your trip to Starbucks like makes you feel okay every, every day, or maybe you didn't realize how much walking down the uh, corridor to your office and getting to that place, you know, for that position that you work so hard for, it just really makes you, fills you up. Or maybe you didn't realize how great you feel as a room parent as opposed to the real deal at home, or even just how much comfort and joy you get from watching a sports event on TV. I mean, how many of us are still mourning March Madness? Now let's not swing black or white here. God certainly gives us those things. 1 Timothy 6.17 says, It is God who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. And I believe that I've seen God speak to me in my love language and meet me in specific, unique ways that I know no other human could ever know about me too many times to count. So I encourage you to watch like a hawk for those kinds of things in your own life. But when it comes to the things we reach for, for comfort or to try to steady ourselves, as humans, we generally don't know when to stop uh, when enough is enough right? And then we turn to start to like get our security from there. So if you haven't named it yet, a lot of what you are probably feeling during this quarantine time is actually insecurity. Literally, we're struggling to find solid ground instead of this disequilibrium that we all feel. Yes, we are actually insecure, unstable, or as, as a synonym for that is, is unhinged. <laughs> It fits for me. The train keeps lurching and we keep grabbing, but the things we instinctually reach for, they're not steadying us. We can't get our sea legs, not only because of the ever-changing landscape of our time, but also because we are losing our usual little pet stabilizers. We're losing our idols. In Jeremiah 2.13, the prophet gave us a word from God. He said, my people have committed two sins. They have forsaken me, the spring of living water, and they have 
dug for themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that cannot hold water. Oh man, that is so rich of so many things. He refers to God first as the spring of living water. What's a spring? It's an ongoing, never-ending, absolutely fresh every time source of the most basic thing we need to survive. And the Lord has told us that He will be this, an ongoing, fresh every time source of the most basic things we need to survive, of love, of provision, of protection. It's awesome. But the prophet said that we don't reach for the ever-changing, always there spring, and instead we reach for something that will not work. Cisterns are containers. And he says that whatever we are stockpiling or putting in a figurative container to try to give us stability, meaning, comfort, value, identity, purpose, it will not work. Be it money, relationships, appearance, addictions, performance, kids, anything, these cannot hold our identity, our comfort, our value, or hope. Well, blessed are we to be in a time then when the choice is stark. Grasp for something that will not work or reach for a never-ending supply of refreshment. We are blessed indeed, because whenever he takes something from our hands, he reminds us that he's there and he's enough. You see, the only unchanging thing in our lives is the love of God. Hebrews 13 8 tells us that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And 1 John 4 9 tells us that God is love. Put these two things together and you have unchanging love, unwavering, never vacillating, never fluctuating. James 1.17 confirms these thoughts. Every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above coming down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shifting shadow. Oh, of course, I'm begging you and my own self to grab hold of the unchanging love of God, the unconditional love that you have, the crazy. He's crazy about you no matter what you do. Seriously, no matter what you do. So, for instance, you may have had a great quarantine so far, extended times with the Lord's healthy eating, peaceful home, praise God, and He doesn't love you anymore because of it. Or you have, may have been a complete mess with a whiny attitude and disappointing yourself at every turn these last couple of months. Praise God. He doesn't love you any less because of it. His love for you is literally the same. We are the ones who feel like He loves us more when we do the things He's told us are good for us. We are the ones who equate righteousness with favor. That's not what He says. Righteousness and favor are not earned. They are bestowed. They are given. Why? What? Because He changeth not. He does not move. He's as close as He's ever been. In Jeremiah 31, 3, he says, I have loved you with an everlasting love, never ending, continuous, permanent, never going to go away, unconditional love. And therefore, it's a love that we can never be separated from. Please let this truth from Romans 8 go deep, deep down in your soul, that we can be sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor demons, nor the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate you from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. No matter what you do, you cannot be separated from the unchanging love of God. Talk about stability. Talk about a smart thing to grab onto when you're unstable. The love of God will always be right there. That love doesn't depend upon whether we're a good or bad boy or girl. Graham Cook says it famously this way, you see, God loves you because He loves you.
because he loves you 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 and by the way he likes you too so i pray along with paul in ephesians 3 that you being rooted and established in the never-ending, absolutely unchanging love of God, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how high and how wide and how long and how deep is the love of Christ for you.